guys, you are tuned back into the Soul Sense Podcast, and we're back for another one, and another one, and another one. Hey, so I am Kim, your hostess with the mostest, and here is Melvin. He is your trusted wingman. Trusted wingman in the house. In the house, okay, and all the other things, and so we are back now i will tell you if you are watching this on youtube i'm just gonna let you know okay your sister just got off of work sis just got off of work okay i have scrub bottles on i changed my shirt because i want y'all to know where i work but uh (laughs) (laughs) but at the at the same time i wanted to be consistent so i i was calling melvin i said is the room ready i we set up because i want to be consistent for you we're trying to put out consistent content so here we are and mind you y'all may see another episode where we in the same outfit because we about to do a little bit of batch recording we're trying to okay so anyway Melvin, how you doing? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to come back in with something that we haven't done in a while, but we're going to do a hot topic. Hot topic. <laughs> no, that's for me. That's for me. And so, okay. So y'all know how we do here. You know, I feel like everything in life is a teachable moment. We believe that we can draw spiritual uh, concepts from everything. And so one of the big things, if you don't know, you know, and if you're not like into pop culture, you may not know. So we'll give you a little bit of background on this. So there's this famous rapper, singer, performer called, her name is Lizzo. Okay. Now, one of the things is she's very talented, by the way. I mean, she is, she can sing, she can rap, she plays the flute, all the things. Okay. She dances. She is what the, what she is considered a plus size girl. Okay. She is plus size. Yeah. That's what I said. She's plus size. Well, that's the same thing. Okay. Okay? So anyways, um, one of the things that she is known for is, um, promoting, um, what she calls like, uh, body love, self love and accepting yourself. Like if you've ever watched her performances, her videos, like her backup, uh, dancers, her uh, background dancers, her, her band, they tend to be, um, pretty much, predominantly all um plus size women okay um and so anyways but not the dudes in her video though as a side okay okay all right so anyways so um of course she's been in the media for many different things a lot of different things like she's real hot right now kind of like how cardi b was and cardi was in a whole bunch of mess lizzo be in a whole bunch of mess but it's because they hot So anyways, so there was an interview that was conducted with the fitness trainer and expert Jillian Michaels. Now, if you don't know who Jillian Michaels is, she was known as, I think she was on like the big loser and stuff. One of the coaches on there. And I mean, she's multimillionaire. She's, that's her business is fitness. Okay. And on the big loser there, that was typically people who were obese and overly obese. And they were paired with these, uh, these, uh, coaches. And she was known for being real rough 
um, being real abrasive and aggressive, you know, and she's known for like coming at people like, I don't like you to be fat, you know, like she would say things like that. Like she's no, that's what was her state, her state of fame. Okay. So anyway, she's in a, in an interview where they not talking about Lizzo, but the interviewer brings up Lizzo and she's like, you know, talking about just uh wellness and like how it's just so good that, you know, she loves Lizzo cause she's all about body positivity and stuff. And Jillian rings in and says, but why are we celebrating her body? We should be celebrating her music. Her music is great. Now, mind you, I think people had a problem with her saying that, but I believe that her thing was that we, she is not a model that is known for her outward appearance. She is known for her music. She sells music. She's a performer. So we should be talking about her music and not how she looks on the outside. That's what I think she was trying to say. Right. Okay. But of course, you know, the conversation keeps going and you know, the, the interviewer, I believe baited her. Okay. She knew what she was doing. She knew that this was going to get the clicks and the likes and the comments and they were going to go viral. Cause that's what happened. So she keeps talking to her, but no, you know, she talks about her body and stuff. And so then of course you tell a fitness expert that who is sitting over here, skinny ripped, you know, of course any good fitness expert is going to say, but I love her music, but I would be lying. Hey, I can't hear myself. You hear? Am I still going? Okay, now I can hear myself. Okay, anyways, y'all, technical difficulty. But anyways, but she says, you know, well, uh, I would be lying if I sat here and said that, and I, 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 her body is awesome. Her music is awesome. That's what I know her for. That's how she's been presented to the, the public. But I mean, she's obese. And obesity lead is the number one cause and predictor of da, 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 da. And she goes on and she says all these things. And clearly, you know how our society is. She gets murked, you know, in the general public, you know. And then she then does not what a lot of people do when they say things that are considered, quote unquote, problematic or controversial. So a lot of people backtrack. Jillian Michaels did not do that. When she was called out again, she not only did a social media post about it where she reiterated what she said, but then she was called out by, I guess, TMZ or somebody. And she said it again. She was like, look, I'm not saying that I, that she is a horrible person. I'm not saying that she's not a beautiful person. I'm not saying that she's wrong for accepting herself, but I am a fitness expert and I know what research says. I know what the, the results say. And obesity leads to diabetes. It's the leading cause to cancer. It's a predictor of heart attacks. And she says all these other things and she does not backtrack on it she doubles down and then we thought yeah so let me okay go ahead um so i do want to just touch base on a couple of those pieces so another thing to keep in mind about the jillian michaels lady is that she's not really just known for that she's known like she's a person who is not just a fitness person but is really concerned with bringing people from unfit to fit you know Mm -hmm. not just uh making people beautiful but Mm -hmm. making people healthy and listening right and and i think it comes from the fact that she was um obese i don't think she was no yeah she said it yeah she was like she was like five something 170 pounds 
um, when she was a kid. Oh. So she had to, she went through that. Oh, okay. um, fact check that. me, but I did um, hear that or I read will. that. I will. You keep on talking. But, um, but anyway, so this this whole thing is coming from a place of this is her conviction on it, if for lack of a better word, her conviction on it brought from research and studying and whatever else she has. And it, when she's talking about it, it comes to contrast with what I guess our, our current culture is right to where it's hard to say, it's hard to express certain things or whatever, but, um, Mm -hmm. so you can go ahead. So we thought that this would be a good opportunity to talk about not so much that actual situation, but like the key components that we can draw from that. Okay. So, um, some of the things that you know, and and we're we're inviting y'all into our conversation, okay? Because we, we won't do, go into the whole conversation. We won't. We won't. We won't dive into it. You know, me and Melvin have these conversations that go into lively debates, okay? Right. And uh, banter, whether we like to say, okay? But um, we thought that it was really good because at the end of the day, what no one is saying. Yes, you can say what a lot of the criticism that Jillian Michaels is getting is not that what she said was false. It's that the fact that people feel like she uh, was shaming, body shaming, but nobody really is addressing the facts that she said. What they're saying is, well, there's tons of skinny people out here that, but she didn't talk. She wasn't talking about skinny people. She was talking about obese people. Right. And so nobody is really challenging the actual facts that she said. And she, this is her truth. And these are the things that Jillian Michaels knows as true. And I will be honest, as a medical professional and someone who has had to get off a lot of weight myself, that what she said was not false. Now, the way that she said it and the way that the situation unfolded did not necessarily come out in the best way, but the facts are still the facts. So what we want to talk about today is really speaking the truth in love, you know? Right. And yeah. Yeah. So again, we we think you can learn. There's always parallels spiritually to whatever is going on in the world. And like Kimberly said, speaking the truth in love. And how can we parallel that situation for us? Um, as a Christian, um, you are a lot of times we're going to be placed in situations to where sharing, like following your conviction mm-hmm. is going to put you on the outside of popular thought. Yep. And, and especially nowadays where everything is so publicized. Mm-hmm. So standing by something that you are, have a conviction about can be translated as as hate or shaming or whatever yeah. else. If you look at this situation, I when I read it and when I listened to it, I, I really felt like at least her heart wasn't to shame anybody. Her mm-hmm. heart was to share the truth. Now, yeah. she may or may not have some, you know, deep-seated resentment against people who are overweight or people or prejudgments about people who are overweight. Maybe, you know, they're lazy or why don't you get it together or whatever else? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Those things could be true. But 
maybe not. Maybe she's coming from a place of genuine concern and concern about the message that's being pushed out. So we can ask, like, for us, how do, how does that line up? And how do we handle the same situations where you taking a stand spiritually or your convictions leave you kind of, you have to make a decision on if I say this or if I do this, this is going to ruffle people the wrong way, or I have said or done this and this ruffled people the wrong way. Mm -hmm. So sharing hard things, basically. Mm -hmm. And having those hard conversations. Yeah. So we can start out, I think, talking about, let's, can we start out with like evangel evangelical, like mm -hmm. in, in evangelism? Yeah. Um. So there are a lot of different topics that are out there now to where it it call, it puts someone who is a Christian in a position to either be labeled something or to compromise. Mm -hmm. um, and really it could seem like either or, you mm -hmm. know, if you don't, if you're not careful. Um, and how do you, for you, how do you make, have you had to deal with that for yourself yeah. first off? Yeah. Um, on both sides, actually, because I think the thing about having convictions is that there are like some core things that as a believer of God in Christ, we all should be in agreement with. Um, and then there are things where you may have a conviction on something, but that is not necessarily in the Bible. Like mm -hmm. you have read the Bible and you read it one way. And it's like it 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 pierced your heart in a way that it didn't pierce the next person. So I'll say so an example like people who say you know it's morally not right to eat meat. You mm -hmm. know, now nowhere in the Bible that that says that. Well, actually, in the Bible it says that in the New Testament. I mean, Christ actually addresses that. So you can't say that that's a scripture thing. That's your conviction. Like you feel morally compelled to not eat meat, but that is not going to be the thing that's going to send you to hell. Okay. Right. You cannot say that. And so, yes, I've been in situations. I mean, I'm not a vegan, but I'm just, I'm talking outside of that. I have definitely been in situations where, um, I've been on the outside of things, you know, and what I've had to learn as I have matured as a, as a Christian and continuing to mature as a Christian is that there is this sweet spot where like you, you can come out the gate where you're like coming out very judgmental. Like it's very zealous, but there's not very much wisdom behind yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Like all of you guys are going to go to hell if you keep doing this, you know, that ain't the right approach. Yeah, But that also doesn't mean that you have to sit back and you have to be quiet about things. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, sometimes your presence and the way that your actions are speak louder than anything that you can say. Mm -hmm. And also for me, being okay with when people ask me about things like cursing. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'll get that. That's a real example. Um, before I became a, a Christian, I cursed like a sailor. Okay. My mouth was foul. Okay. It was foul. I would cuss around your mama. That's how foul it was. You know what I'm saying? Once I became a grown woman, I felt like I could do whatever. I'm grown just like your mama. So I could cuss too. So, mm -hmm. and I wasn't that type of person that was like, I'm going to be respectful and not cuss around my elders. I cuss around them if they cussing around me. So when I became a disciple, I made, I had a conviction that I no longer wanted to have foul language. 
for right. many different reasons. Okay. And um, I don't, you know, I don't. And people notice that. They notice that when you can insert a curse word here or a bad word there, they notice that you don't do it. Now, me not doing it was one thing, but then when asked about it and having to give an account for what I have, what, why I do what I do. Right. You know, that took me a digging into the word of God to get a conviction because that's where you get your convictions from is the word of God. But then also being OK if people don't understand it. Right. Um, I think you said something really important is first off, there's or you alluded to it at least, um, the idea that some things are disputable, right? Mm -hmm. There are disputable matters. And the yep. Bible talks about this. There are things that that are not like concrete in scripture, but you may have a conviction on it one way or the other. And you should live that way if, it's, if it, it bothers you. Uh -huh. But you can't expect everyone to agree with that. And, and that's a very serious thing to think about when you are going out and being ev evangelical and you're talking to people, sharing your faith, um, is to make sure that you stick to the scriptures. That's the first kind of uh, buffer we have to um, really being judgmental. Um, and second, I think is you know, there's certain, like if there are disputable matters, there are things that are not up for dispute. And I think that's what you stand on. Um, and 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 that's what you really emphasize when you're talking to people and when you're, you know, thinking about it for yourself. Um, I think I've had times to where I have uh, I've, I've looked at things that were scriptural, mm -hmm. something not disputable, but I've still had issues when sharing it with people. And a lot of times I think it's because of the heart that I'm sharing it with. Yeah. Um, and I think that comes from two different things. And I'll have you kind of share back with that. But I think first off, I will be sharing from a place of judgment against the person. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, me making a judgment about why they're doing it, mm -hmm. how they're doing it and taking away the, like not even considering the fact that I struggle with things myself and, you know, we only reason I may have overcome anything is by the grace of God. Mm. But I'm looking at the next person and I'm sharing these things like you need to stop this, that, and the other, if you're thinking you're going to be a Christian and I'm saying it in a way that I would not a standard I wouldn't hold myself to. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. These things could still be true. You do need to stop this and stop this and stop this. But it's the way that you're approaching somebody, the mm -hmm. way that you're talking to them, mm -hmm. um, no matter what it is. And the second thing is really um, putting sin on a scale. Mm -hmm. So let's say I look at, let's say I'm looking at Lizzo, right? I'm a slim guy from appearance and let's say you are a slim guy yeah i i say hey she is that is ridiculous you know she's gonna and i'm saying that i love you know you're gonna die if you keep doing this that and the other mm -hmm. but then not having the same amount of zeal towards the things that i do that are unhealthy i drink mm -hmm. pop mm -hmm. i uh i do a lot of like, you have I, a lot of unhealthy behaviors yeah, as right well. so acting like Whatever she's doing, it's on a different scale. Yeah. It's they, they both lead to the same thing. Yeah. But I'm just weighing her thing mm -hmm. down way more. Mm -hmm. I think we see that most prevalent in like things of like sex, like sexual orientation. Yep. Um, sex, so, you know, the Bible says 
things about sexual orientation, but the Bible also says things about sex, oh, period. Yes. Right. So I don't see anyone looking to make laws against have premarital sex yeah. or lying or yeah. against uh divorce divorce right or anything like that right that the bible's very clear on just like right. it's clear on all that other stuff right so all that is to say is that when you're sharing when you are in in evangelism i think the first thing is to make sure that whatever you are talking about is biblically based mm-hmm. but then i think you also have to look at your heart behind it because just because you are you can be sharing something out of a place of a, a non-loving place mm-hmm. and just cover it up with scriptures. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that is something that I've been really trying to focus on. And um, with our church, we're reading a book that goes over um, the book of Philippians. Philippians. And one of the things that I read today, I'm a, I'm a little bit behind, a lot bit mm-hmm. behind, but um, it was talking about like to love is to live. And if, you're wanting to live, you have to love. Right. And it's like at the end of the day, like that it's as simple as that. And it and I can't remember, is it Corinthians that says that you could do all these wonderful things, you could speak in tongues, you could do all these things, but you're nothing but a clanging gong if you don't have love. Right. Like it don't matter all the spiritual gifts in the world that you have, what you do have, what you don't have. If you ain't loving, you ain't doing it in the name of God. Right. You know, that's you know, and so for me, with the Lizzo situation, um, I don't think that Jillian Michaels had malicious intent behind it, but I do believe that, you know, it is a tale of when people speak the truth, people are not always ready to hear the truth, right. you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think in in closing on that piece of it, I think it's just understanding that as a disciple you are going to you can do all those things correct right Mm -hmm. your heart is pure in it and you're preaching the truth and you are convicted and you're standing on that and people just don't take it the right way Mm -hmm. and and it is on those times like that's really what the bible promises if you look up suffering for the gospel like you're going to see a million scriptures that talk about like you're you know, this is what it's supposed to be like. They killed Jesus and he was perfect in his True. in his motives and the way he shared it, everything mm-hmm. he did. He was healing people and sharing the truth and they still killed him. So people don't always want to hear what you have to say. And they may not be in a position to receive it at that moment. That's but you too. can still share the truth. And maybe a year down the road when they're in that position, that seed that you planted a long time ago is, is there. And there's a scripture that I'll post now. I can't remember, but it talks about, you know, when you're going and you're sharing and you're, you're, you're taking the gospel to people. If they refuse you, you just kick the dust off your shoes and go to the next house. Sometimes you just have to be that way, but it can be trying definitely in evangelism, but also in our relationships. Mm Mm-hmm which is kind of the next thing I wanted to touch on really quickly. Um, you know, I think for me and you, this is something we've been talking about a lot here lately, which yeah. is sharing hard things with one another. Yeah. You know, you think about love. The Bible talks about, you know, the different things that love is. So, it, but it also talks about like encouragement, encourage one another as long as it's called today. Right. So it's very difficult to share 
and mm-hmm. to receive mm-hmm. hard things. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Especially even within the confines of a, a Christian household, we are both on one accord in the, like, this is the standard, mm-hmm. but we still have those issues. What are some, some barriers that you have seen in sharing or in receiving? Well, I think for me and for a lot of people, you don't want to hurt people's feelings. Right. Okay. So that's, that's one thing. And then a lot of times, I mean, no, nobody want conflict. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, you have shared this with me. Like sometimes you like have this decision. Do I want to tell the truth <laughs> and engage in a conversation that may take hours? Mm-hmm. Or do I want to like just kind of shake it off? Right. And I think that can go for any relationship. That can go for a romantic relationship. That can go for friendships, family relationships. It's like, you know, you have this. And I've told you this. It's like the question to engage or to not engage. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, do I really have time? To go down this road, you know what I'm saying? Or do I even want to go down this road? But I've been trying to challenge myself over the past few months to like really be like, you know, if I am calling myself to really be a good wife, to be a good mother, to be a good friend, all the things, good daughter, sister, all those things, I owe it to the other party to tell you the truth to tell you the truth. Now, on the flip side, I'm going to have to work out with myself on how to how to speak it in love. Right. And to and to and not so much package it so the person can receive it because hey, it don't matter how you say some stuff, they probably ain't going to never <laughs> receive it. You know what I'm saying? But like I I remember having a situation, I'm not going to say who this person is, but you know exactly what I'm about to talk about. But I remember there was a situation that we had with a dear friend, family friend of ours that I believe that it it wasn't just us involved. It was a group of us. Okay. And I feel like this person ended up leaving the group because they ended up moving. And I felt like they ended up moving and everybody could see character flaws in this person. But my question was, did anybody share this with them? Right. And it's like, I told myself, I never want to be in a situation where even if this person is going to be a conflict, even if they going to resist, the one thing they ain't going to be able to say is nobody ain't never told me that about myself or nobody ain't never said that. Nobody ain't never brought that up. At least you can say, well, Kim brought it up and I didn't believe her then, but 10 years later, I'm seeing this rear its ugly head. And I, that's probably my biggest regret is because to me, truth is love. Yeah. Truth is love. Yeah. Cause it's easy to be like, you see some pot, somebody, and I'll give this example and then I'll let you talk because I don't want to just just ramble. But I was talking to Melvin about the situation with Lizzo and I was looking at a lot of commentary, uh, just bloggers and stuff like that. And there's one particular set of bloggers were saying that like there was other people who were saying like, you know, as long as somebody is happy, you shouldn't, you shouldn't like care what they do. And the, and that person's response was like, well, people are happy doing crack. If you have a family member doing crack, you just going to be okay with them doing crack and stealing from you and doing all the things that are like self-destructive and hurting the relationships in your family. No, Mm -hmm. You're going to set boundaries. You're going to. So what's the difference? I mean, even if it's like 
you know, something like somebody, I don't know. Like it's all the same. Like none of the, nobody will say that any of these things are good. Right. Okay. And so, but anyways. Right. So I will say for myself, um, one barrier that I have or one um, difficulty that I have and that I really have to like watch myself in is looking at my motives, right? There may be something I want to share with you or someone else. And is the fact that I want to share it right then and right now, does it trump the love part, the truth and love part? Uh-huh. So let me give a parallel with the Lizzo situation. Now, if my heart is I want to help this person's lifestyle, then maybe trying to reach out to her directly. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. somehow trying, she's a powerful person. You know, I'm not making a judgment on what it was she did, but if if that were my goal, I don't think pub, like saying this thing out in public would be the best way to go. Yeah. Right. Where it could be misconstrued. Right. And, and muddied up. Right. Yeah. You know, I can agree with that. So, but it's hard in the moment yeah. because someone asks you this question and this is probably a sharp thing for her. She's probably thought about this at all times because she's right. If you are, there are a lot of impressionable people out there and you are, we are quick to idealize or um, sensationalize certain lifestyles f- that can be consumed by people who really are not mature enough to, to, decipher really what you're saying so you what you may be trying to say is you know accept yourself and love yourself but really what it is is you're saying hey this is how you should be because that's how kids take it you know what i'm saying no different than you know anything else yeah so you know reach it and and so i know how she could be feeling Mm -hmm. but more effective would be going in and finding a way to to have a serious conversation with Lizzo in working out how can we how can both things be meant you know what i mean because yeah. i know Jillian Michaels has always taught like love you you working out and getting better has to come from a place of self acceptance yeah it can't be to appease other people or anything like that you got to love yourself and Mm -hmm. part of loving yourself is wanting to live yeah and so you make those decisions but that's got to be the source so you know how that how that relates for me is if i have something to share is the fact that i'm sharing it taking into consideration the the situation like will this do more harm than good Mm -hmm. me and you talk about it a lot of times to where it's like hey i need time to process before we talk about this melvin um, and I know for me, a lot of times like, no, let's talk about it now. Let's get this out now. And it could be my heart is I just want to get my words out. I want to tell you how I feel before, you know, and it's more important than stepping back and being perceptive to the situation. And so that's something that that I think sometimes shoots me in the foot uh, instead of me really stepping back and thinking about, am I speaking the truth and love? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, and you, uh, I don't even know if this is relevant at this point. Uh, but like, I think it is though. Um, even with it, you know, like why, like speaking the truth in love and really making sure that your motives are good. Like for anyone who doesn't know on both ends of the coin, um, if you have like, a an eating disorder, bulimic or anorexic 
Or if you're even like someone who is obese, morbidly obese, trying to go through weight loss surgery, both, both demographics are put through when they're in treatment, they're put through extensive psychological, like counseling. Because it's always like you want to do the things for the right things, okay? Mm -hmm. And even for a person who is going through weight loss surgery, A, they have to A, lose us an enormous amount of weight on their own anyway. And then they have to go through like counseling sessions, you know, to make sure that you don't, cause there, there is a thing called body dysmorphic, you know, disease disorder and stuff like that. Where like, even if you're the best fit person, you see yourself a certain way, right. you know what I'm saying? You know, and the mind is very fragile, but the motive behind it is like why you're doing what you're doing. Right. <clears throat> I think just kind of, as we wrap on this, um, if there's anything I could leave people with is, you know, you definitely have to test the waters, mm. right? You have to always be checking your motives and the reason why you're doing things and how you're doing it. And I think the biggest thing to do is to always go back to why, like why we are here. You know, as a Christian, our goal isn't to end abortion our goal isn't to stop premarital sex. Our goal isn't to um, stop people from lying. Our goal isn't none of these things. That's not our goal. Now that may be little, little that's those are pieces, but mm-hmm. ultimately we want to make it to heaven and we want to help other people to make it to heaven. Mm-hmm. So the, the great commission, make disciples of all nations, you know, that is our goal. That is our mission. And you have to make sure that you don't lose focus of your mission and start to be like you lose focus of the war and you put all your marbles into winning the battle. And in in real life, like what you're doing is posting stuff on Facebook and on this, that and the other. I'll use abortion as a perfect example um, mm. because that's a hot button topic, right? You yeah. know, that's not what we're here for. We're not here to stop abortion. Mm-hmm. Now, if a person, if you help a person to become a Christian, you're going to stop that. You know what I'm saying? If you help them spiritually, that should be part of the bag. But your goal is a spiritual battle. And if you start focusing on the little individual skirmishes in between, then you're not worried about the totality of your message. And all you're doing is... uh you know, fighting people. And that's how you do it. Like once you start squaring in on something, some issue, it is really hard for you to focus on the issues that you have. And you can come at that with all your strength. And it's easy to fight that. It's much harder to share the gospel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's much harder to be a disciple, to share the truth in love, to do what Jesus was doing. You know what I mean? Jesus every day came into contact with like, blatant sin and blatant things that he could attack and go against but he didn't take that easy route of you know like at the woman at the wheel throwing some throw rocks at her that'd have been pretty easy yeah you know throw rocks is done we have attacked sin no he wanted her to make it to heaven Mm, and so he gave her the fullness of the gospel he embraced her with the fullness of the good news not don't do this but do this because Mm -hmm. it's way better 
and that should be our mission and anything else in between it is is against that mission yeah and so we always have to be testing ourselves against like what we're doing and what we're putting out there because especially now when you're posting stuff or whatever else you may go out tomorrow and just try to share your faith with somebody and you have pretty much just blasted them on something that you know nothing about and you've you've hurt yourself yeah. you've limited yourself from being able to efficiently preach the gospel because you've given them just a little snippet because you planting the seeds whether yeah. good or bad right so yeah okay well guys i told you we're coming on and we're gonna try to do these hot topics <laughs> i didn't do it right my voice cracked hot topic there it go <laughs> Boo. Yeah. you know what don't be you know what don't hate me you know, my haters love me. <laughs> anyways. But anyways, guys, um, hope you guys can keep the conversation going. If you're watching us on YouTube at the Soul Sense Podcast, tell us what y'all think in the comments, okay? And if you're listening to us over on the podcast, or whether it be on uh, iTunes, Google Play, wherever you listen to podcasts, make sure you give us a review and comment, okay? And you have been sitting here listening to the Soul Sense Podcast. I'm Kim, your hostess with the mostest. The mostest. And Melvin is your trusty wingman. Trusty. See, see, I don't need no help with this. Okay. Oh, okay. You, you I do, do my your, part. You do your part. I do Hola. my part. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what you do. Okay. And we'll catch you later. Bye. Peace.